This video, I'm gonna be sharing with you exactly how I went from low vibrational states of consciousness into higher vibrational states and how I changed my set point forever. Welcome back to another video. My name's Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now in this video, I'm gonna show you exactly how I went from one side of the spectrum of feeling lower vibrational energy at that level of consciousness and how I shifted into higher levels of consciousness and how you could do the same exact thing. Now in order to do this, I'm gonna share a little bit more of the story that I've told many times before, but I'm gonna share it in a different way and I'm gonna point out a couple things along the process that maybe you may or may not relate to. Uh, but it's gonna be also using that scale of consciousness that I use in a lot of other videos, understanding the different states. It kind of gives us our logical mind and a way for understanding how we can move through these states of consciousness. Now, so understand when you look at the scale in general, as you move up the scale, you are feeling better. Like you are increasing your state of being. You are feeling higher vibrational. You are uh, feeling like things don't bother you so much. You're feeling expanded. It's a very positive feeling. So. The benefit of that is also you will attract what you want easier because in higher vibrational states, you attract more high vibrational people, high vibrational activities, high vibrational things. In lower vibrational states, maybe that of 200 and below, that is going to cause more of experiences that are equal to those levels of consciousness. Now, in order for me to explain this, let me kind of give you a little bit of a backstory. If you haven't heard my story before, I know I share it in a lot of videos. And basically back in 2012, I went through my, this little shift in consciousness that was actually a big shift in consciousness for where I was to where, how I ended up feeling. And I would say that on a scale of one to 10, my base point, just to give it like a linear scale that's easy to understand, on a scale of one to 10 before, I was feeling about a three to a five out of 10, meaning 10 feeling amazing, one feeling not great at all, about three to a five. And then after this shift that happened in 2012, I then started to feel like a majority of the time, I was at about a seven or an eight. So I felt really, really good. And I was wondering, I mean, I knew kind of why, but I, I remember thinking, is this feeling gonna go away? I remember a couple weeks after starting to feel this, I was walking around my room and I was thinking to myself, is this too good to be true? Is this feeling gonna go away? It never really went away. What happened was is it became my natural base point and it became less like less out of this world um, new for me because it became natural. So that's something that, uh, that I remember thinking, like is this gonna go away? Now what happened was in 2012 I was feeling a lot of resistance. Just to give you a little bit of a backstory of that, 2012 I was uh, working at Nordstrom's in women's shoes. It was something I wasn't very passionate about. I was there about four or five years. And I realized that I knew it wasn't something I was passionate about. I knew I had to switch up something. And at the same time, I felt a lot of resistance because I was at the time taking Adderall, which is the prescription drug that they give to people that have what is called ADHD, which means it's like for some people it's hard to focus. They go to a doctor, they'll say, oh, you have ADHD, here's some Adderall. Adderall is the prescription drug that they give and they give it and it works while you take it. I would take uh, Adderall when I went to work, I would pop that, go, sell. I would make a lot of money because I wasn't really focused and then what would happen is later on it would wear off and when it wear it off, it was like I couldn't eat and I couldn't sleep. And even when you're taking it, you can't eat very much, you couldn't sleep very much. So there were these harsh side effects of it. And I remember thinking, I remember being like, okay, well, there's gotta be something else other than Adderall that will help me get the same kind of results 
and I felt like I was becoming dependent on it because I would take it almost every single day that I went to work and this is something I haven't really shared before in a lot of other videos. Another thing I would do is because I was taking Adderall during the day and I was popping, you know, I was taking one of those and it was taken legally by the way, it was prescribed. However, I'd take that during the day, couldn't eat very much, couldn't sleep very much. The perfect thing to remedy that was that of smoking weed. So I would smoke weed when I went home at night and it would help me to eat, get my appetite back and then also sleep. So I was kind of having this dual thing, go to work, take Adderall, go home, smoke weed. I felt like I was dependent on both of these kind of things and for two years, that's pretty much what I did is a year and a half-ish, I was smoking weed at night and I was taking Adderall during the day and it was getting me by and I was selling, getting, you know, making my quotas, making money, all of that stuff. However, I felt in a way kind of empty. I felt like I was dependent, one, I felt like I was dependent on these things, like I absolutely needed it or to feel a certain way. I remember sometimes if I was, uh, you know, I'd have like, I remember one of my ex-girlfriends, it was like there was always a problem with, you know, weed um, and she liked to drink so it was like this thing to where there was, it would cause problems. Um, that of Adderall, it was to where I couldn't, I wanted to gain weight but I couldn't gain weight because when you're taking Adderall you don't have much of, a, of an appetite even though I love food. So it was like this, this weird kind of thing and it, I just remember feeling a lot of resistance about it. So what happened was is I ended up eventually going through this experience where I just kind of sat down and I looked at my life and every day I did the same exact thing. I would go to work and I would work about eight hours, I would come home, the first thing I'd do is smoke and I would go eat and I would hang out with friends and it was fun but at the same time I felt like it wasn't really getting me anywhere and I felt like uh, there was just more to life. I felt like there was something empty about it. So I remember that there was then this, uh, I did some research online and I was trying to find some other alternatives to Adderall so I didn't have to take Adderall in order to focus at the job that I used to have and what it was is I found out that there was this thing called meditation and that if you learned how to meditate, it would naturally increase the dopamine and decrease the cortisol. Now dopamine is what Adderall does. It makes you kind of flush more dopamine through your system so that you're able to focus. Think of dopamine like the, the hormone in the body that allows you to, the neurotransmitter, whatever it is, that helps you focus. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. Um, so there's like black and white science that says, hey, if you meditate, you will release more dopamine. And I was like, okay, well, this seems like black and white science. I'm going to go ahead and try this. So I remember trying it. I remember the first day or two, I didn't feel much. It was, uh, it was I felt more resistance than anything because I was trying to control my thoughts. Also shortly after I learned about the law of attraction. So I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to think negative thoughts because I'm going to attract more negative thoughts. So I ended up feeling a lot of resistance. So instead what I did is uh, for two days I did that, I felt resistance and I remember thinking oh, I shouldn't be thinking these negative thoughts, I'm going to attract more negative things and then about the third day there was this kind of this breakthrough that happened and this breakthrough was this, simply this. I read online about this staring at a candle flame meditation. Now the reason being is because people that have ADHD or have problems focusing, their eyes tend to wander around a lot and because of that, if you focus on one candle flame, your eyes won't wander around so much and then what will happen is you'll start to become, it'll be easier to become present to the moment. At the same time, if you learn how to observe the thoughts rather than control the thoughts, then that will change everything and that's what happened. I remember sitting down, I remember having this feeling that my whole life was going to change. I remember the, thinking to myself, literally, I don't remember exactly what it was because it wasn't like my ego, it's like, yes, I'm going to get to this place of whatever. I remember just having this feeling that your life is about to change, like my life is about to change. I sat down 
to meditate and as I did so, I started to observe my thoughts. And as I observed my thoughts, I would allow them to be there, which is the paradox. I'm like, no, you're supposed to control thoughts. You're not supposed to think negative thoughts. But I would see these thoughts come in and I would allow it to go. I would see these thoughts come in, I would allow it to go and I kept doing that. And after about five or 10 minutes, I started to feel different. I started to feel present. I started to feel like I was actually uh, becoming aware of something. It's almost like I realized my whole life I was living asleep. I realized my whole life was living at the effect of everything that was happening to me. I started to realize and from that point going forward, my whole life began to transform because I began to see that my reality was a reflection of what I believed to be true. I believed I had ADHD and I believed that the treatment for ADHD was taking Adderall. And then what was happening is I was shifting that belief by doing meditation. And then I was starting to become aware of the belief itself of believing I had ADHD and I said, you know what, I'm going to reframe this. Instead of thinking I have ADHD, I'm going to think that I have a lot of energy and that I have to balance out this energy because I had this negative connotation with it because I had so much energy at the job that I used to have working at Nordstrom's that some people that I worked with thought that I was on like cocaine or something because I was so energetic all of the time and because they couldn't relate to the level of energy I had, I thought there was something wrong with me. But I became aware that I was seeing these beliefs that were always kind of on autopilot. These beliefs and I also at the time, this is back in 2012, I hadn't really processed what I went through in childhood because in childhood I went through things with having an abusive ex-stepmom and she was somebody that between the ages of 7 to 15 she was in my life. My dad divorced her when I was 15 years old. Between 7 and 15, me and my brother had no freedom whatsoever. We weren't allowed to uh, have friends. We weren't allowed to watch TV or do anything that normal kids do. We were a lot of times locked out of the house. We had to do chores and uh, like uh, outside we weren't allowed in the house when people when they weren't home during the day um, we had to sneak food because we weren't allowed to eat very much we were allowed like a bowl of cereal in the morning tv dinner at night so it was like we were always hungry and we had to we were living with a lot of restriction we'd get school taken away from us we had to earn going to school we'd get told that if we didn't admit to doing these lies that we didn't do then we'd be even more punishment and it was just this confusing time and then after 15 comes around all of a sudden my dad divorces her then we have freedom. We're able to have friends. We're able to watch TV. We're able to eat what we want. We're able to do things normal kids would do. And I still felt this resistance. I felt unworthiness. And in the moment of that awareness shift that I was happening, I became aware that at a certain level, that was something that ended up causing that spiritual awakening, me to become more aware of my beliefs, me to become more aware of this dimension beyond just the physical body. I became aware that I'm a spiritual being having a temporary human experience and that this is the avatar body, this is like the, the what I use to interpret this reality but I'm also much more beyond that and it's the same for you. It's the understanding and the awareness that there's so much more to life than I priorly thought that there was and that transformed my whole entire life. From that point going forward, I became much more aware of how I related to the world, the beliefs that were controlling my life and how I could become more present to the moment. And if something was going wrong in my life, to know that it's not about the problem I think it is, it's about where am I on that energy scale. I became aware of that energy scale that I'm sharing with you and as you see that energy scale, I'll show it again right here. What you see is that if you go and if you want to move more in the direction of high vibrational energy, it's about feeling love. 
If it's going in the opposite direction, it is fear. Now understand that like attracts like. If you're feeling low vibration energy, you'll find more and more reasons to feel low vibration energy. You'll attract yourself to more low vibration energy people. You'll be doing low vibrational activities and vice versa. It is the same for high vibration energy. So what happened was is I became more aware of this observation state and you could look at the scale. You'll see on the scale eventually shame, fear, guilt. You'll see neutrality. At neutrality, that's where you learn how to observe your thoughts. In that moment, I was starting to let go of the prior layers that were holding me back. I was letting go of the anger I was feeling for my ex-stepmom, for the not having much of a childhood and for the same time like she kind of brainwashed me and my brother towards not wanting to be around our mom. So we didn't have a relationship with our mom until 15 years came around and then we were able to break away from, uh, from uh, our ex-stepmom and then able to have a relationship with our real mom. And it was like, why did all this happen? And there were all these perspectives and then I was able to observe them. I was able to allow them to be there and was able to transform it. And then I was into acceptance and then eventually reasoning. And these are all different levels of consciousness. And as you begin to observe, which is neutrality, you start to let go of all these negative states. You move from at the bottom of the scale of thinking the world is happening to me to then realizing that you can choose your own experiences, you can choose the way that you relate to the world and you can then vibrate in higher, higher states of consciousness. Now, while we're looking at the scale, this is something that some people may not want to hear and understand I'm not telling you not to do this, okay? I'm just showing there's different levels of things that resonate and calibrate at certain levels of consciousness. Okay, so let's go through some of those right now. You'll see zero to a thousand. A thousand is that of enlightenment, zero is that of you know, there's maybe I think 20 is shame and then you get fear, guilt, all these different emotions. They all calibrate differently. Certain activities will also vibrate at certain levels of consciousness. So for example, drinking I believe calibrates, drinking alcohol dr calibrates at about 270 or 180. I forget the exact, maybe I'll pop it somewhere over here in text form. But you'll see on the scale conscious, not necessarily high. And a lot of times it will make people feel a certain way, but then eventually it brings them back down to a certain level of feeling. And sometimes alcohol, debatable, maybe it enhances certain emotions or whatnot. But in general, after I shifted my consciousness, I haven't drink. It's been what since 2012 and I really don't drink that often at all. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. A lot of these things I'm going to be talking about right now in moderation are okay. But if you do it all of the time, then it's time to start looking within. And that is something that I could say from experience because I used to drink a lot. I used to smoke weed every single night and I used to feel like I need it. Now if you look at the scale of consciousness, that of weed or marijuana resonates at I think about 350 or 340. I'll maybe pop that somewhere as well. It's been a while since I've looked at all the specific calibrations. But you can see once again, it's higher than alcohol but it's not necessarily that high. Now what happened, this is very kind of uh, something I noticed. I used to smoke weed almost you know, every night when I was taking Adderall back in 2012 and then what happened is I went through my spiritual awakening. As I went through my spiritual awakening, I started to feel different. What would happen is then later on, I'd have some friends come over, I would go to try to smoke weed and when I would go to smoke weed, it would bring my vibration down. I would literally before feel an upliftment and I felt great and then after I had this level of presence and becoming aware of how my beliefs create my reality and starting to bring and observe my thoughts, 
all of a sudden when I would do it, it would bring me down into feeling more paranoid. It was just a totally different reality and I didn't end up enjoying it. So what happened was is I raised my vibration above that of where we'd calibrated and then what it was doing, it was bringing me down so that I didn't feel as good. So that's because weed in general will calibrate at between three to 400. So it's not necessarily that high at the same time. Now at the same time, I'm not saying that you can never do it or that it's even that bad because it's one, one, it's legal. Two, I think it is better than alcohol anyways, to be honest with you. Um, I haven't done it since 2012. I believe that when you start to be in these states of consciousness, that a lot of these other things that I'm sharing with you will actually end up bringing you down. So instead, what I recommend is going within and working on your own vibration because as you do this, it becomes your natural set point. It becomes who you naturally are and you will find that you actually end up becoming much more clear, much more focused. I found that success for me has been so much easier than as I've just been in the uh, doing high vibrational activities which is my passion of making videos like I'm doing right now. But in general, the actions that you take are going to correlate with that of levels of consciousness. So you, that'd be uh, drinking, there's that of weed. What are some other calibrations? Uh, other ones could be there's certain sports that resonate at certain levels. I know ballet, I think, resonates between actually four to 500. Uh, basketball, I think, resonates at about 400. There's certain sports. I think fighting's a little bit of uh, like UFC and stuff. I think that calibrates a little bit lower at like 200. Once again, I'm not saying you can't enjoy watching UFC. I'm not saying you can't enjoy uh, smoking a joint every now and then. I'm not saying you can't enjoy drinking. All I'm saying is be aware that if you are resorting to that as a coping mechanism, it may be to kind of, uh, it may be something that's kind of clouding your focus when instead you could transcend and work through these different layers, let them go, and then be in a natural high vibe state anyways. I believe that if I were to feel the way that I feel right now, back in 2000, maybe 10, I would literally feel like I was on some type of ecstasy or something. I believe that I would feel like that because I feel so good because I have elevated my level of consciousness. Now, I'm not saying I'm enlightened, but what I'm saying is on this scale of consciousness, I definitely transcended the lower emotions and I've been letting go more and more, letting go of perspectives, letting go of labels, letting go of uh, having to figure it all out. And as I let go more, more, I feel better and better. And I believe that our natural state of vibration is that of high vibrational energy. That is who we are. What has happened is we have simply forgot that that's who we are and therefore we are going through experiences of, of attachments to things that are less than shame, fear, guilt of our past, feeling angry towards certain people, towards certain things that happen to us. But remember, that's us being in the mentality that things are happening to us. The key is to get into the presence of understanding that we can move from being at the effect to being at the cause. You see, most people live their whole lives on autopilot in lower vibrational states of consciousness because they aren't aware that they can wake up to awareness. Awareness is always the first step. Be aware of where you are. Be aware that your beliefs create your reality. Be aware that the labels you have are determining and the definitions you have are determining the kind of experiences you're having. When you become aware of that, you can then make a conscious choice that you're going to let go of what doesn't serve. You can make a conscious choice that you're going to transcend it by then letting go of the lower vibrational states of consciousness. And sometimes that takes a little bit of courage. It takes stepping into the unknown. When I stopped taking Adderall and smoking weed every day, it was a little bit of a scary feeling. I'm not going to lie to you because it's a different reality.
When you go from always having something in your body that's making you feel a certain way to not having it, you feel a little bit empty. But that emptiness is exactly what I needed to then allow the high vibrational energy to come in. It's just that most people are trying to numb the feelings that they have or numb the lack of feelings that they have with something else. But if you let it go, you will naturally begin to raise your vibration. You will naturally begin to be in higher states of consciousness. Understand, your natural state of consciousness is love, bliss, is those higher vibrational states. You come from a higher level of awareness. But we go through this life and we forget who we are and we go through these experiences of attachment and labels and all this stuff and then we kind of get this debris that's on us and these beliefs. But when we become aware of them, we can then start to let them go. As we let go, we raise up this vibrational state of consciousness, this vibrational scale of consciousness and do higher, higher states and that eventually becomes who we naturally are. So what I'm encouraging you to do is to take the plunge to understand that you can move into these higher states of consciousness by, by knowing that that's who you are. By knowing that as you let go of lower states, you begin to raise your vibration by trusting that the more you focus on higher vibrational states of consciousness, which could be amazing music, meditation, could be mantras, could be you studying what you're passionate about, going for, for what your heart wants. These are things that are higher vibrational in nature and as you go through it, it'll be a journey of self-discovery. That's when the spiritual awakening can be flowering from within you. And that's something that uh, changed my life and it's something I think could change your life. So I exist in these higher states of consciousness. The ego would loves to say that, but the truth is, is I used to feel a majority of the time in those lower vibrational states. And I went through a lot of pain growing up, I believe, to lead me to wanting to push through into waking up into higher vibrational states of consciousness. Once again, I'm not saying that I'm enlightened or anything. All I'm saying is I've let go of a lot of what isn't me. I've let go to a place to where now I exist and I feel amazing a majority of the time. And I know it's to say that it's almost, sometimes I don't like saying that because it's like I feel like it makes it less relatable, but I believe that it's everyone's natural birthright to feel that way. And I'm not saying that I'm, I always feel you know, blissed out 24 seven, but I will say that if you look at my emotional set point of how it used to be, it used to be at a certain place to where I would feel a little bit good and then really bad. Now, it's like I feel good and I dip down to emotions like maybe frustration or a little bit of worry or emotions like that, but I don't feel low, low emotional states because I'm able to catch myself. I'm able to become aware of it. So if I feel stressed out, I go walk on the grass outside. I'm more aware of my energy and because of that, I don't let it dip down to certain points. And I realize that with my focus, I can increase it. So once again, I'm not saying I'm enlightened, I'm not saying I'm some, I'm some special person because I've been through this. I'm saying you can do the same thing. You start now. You start with the conscious choice that you're going to wake up to more of your beliefs, wake up to more of the thoughts that you're having. You're going to choose to do things that are more in alignment with who you are. It's okay to let go of things that no longer serve. Maybe you've been drinking consistently for a long period of time or you've been smoking a lot. Become aware of it. Decide maybe it served you for a certain period of time, but maybe now at that three to 400 level of consciousness, you're ready to move on to the next level. You're ready to move on and let go of something that isn't serving any longer and just like uh, at a certain point, you can start to become aware that that is who you naturally are. So take whatever I'm saying right now, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. 
I'm not telling you not to do certain things. I'm not trying to be the, uh, you know, like the person that's telling people what to do. I'm just sharing with you what worked for me, what I've went through because I've experienced both sides of the spectrum, and to let you know that I believe that you can do it as well if you so choose. So, with that being said, I will also be doing more live Q and A's on Instagram. So if you want to interact with me, I'm gonna go ahead and plug my Instagram right here. And I do uh, also daily posts there as well. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this video. Feel free to like this video if you like it. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the little notification gear on the subscribe button next to it so you can see the daily vids that I do. The way YouTube does things now is you actually have to hit that button to see the daily vids that I do. And other than that, as always, peace, much love, and namaste.